Welcome to the Locking Castle Podcast. This Sunday morning's teaching is part of the Bible in two years. I'm going to start the story at Genesis 37. Um, it's about Joseph. And I absolutely love Joseph and the Technicolor dream coat. The feel of the school, I've been on stage, I've sang in the productions at the Playhouse. Um, I absolutely love it. I did think about just sticking it on and letting you watch it, just, yeah, <laughs> save me doing any work. But, um, <laughs> and my daughter has bade me for singing anything in church um, to do with it, because I can't sing and you'd all run a mile. So, <laughs> to spare that, I'm just going to chat. So if we think about this story, what do we see? We see family, we see pride, we see jealousy, sibling rivalry, attempted murder, slavery, prison, rags to riches, dominance, reunited family. It's a bit like a soap opera, if you think about it. And it's all that dysfunctional family that Emily was telling us about last week. So let's just recap the story. Joseph was 17 and Israel, who'd previously been known as Jacob, he was, um, Joseph was his favorite son, because he was Rachel's firstborn. And he did not make this a secret from the rest of his family. So you can imagine, his brothers were very jealous um, I have two daughters who are quite close together, um, and the sibling rivalry is still going on, and they're 26 and 23. Um, <laughs> so I can understand that, you know, brother's jealous. They were so jealous, though, they did try to kill him. Luckily, my daughters have not done that. But Joseph didn't help himself by telling them about his dreams. Their sheets of grain bowing down to his, and then the sun and the moon and the 11 stars bowing down to him. Even his father questioned that one. Israel then sent him out to find out what his brothers were up to. Now you can imagine that did not go down well. So this is when they planned to kill him. Although Reuben was quite a nice little boy and he did try to save him. So instead of killing him, they decided to sell him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. Joseph then ended up in Egypt. The brothers covered up that dastardly deed by slaughtering a goat and dipping Joseph's coat in its blood. Joseph was then sold again to Potiphar. Potiphar saw the Lord was with Joseph, and he made his household flourish, so he made him his right-hand man. Um, now, Potiphar's wife also took a fancy to Joseph and tried to persuade him to sleep with her, but she said no. And then she took revenge by framing him. And this ended up with Joseph being, up in, being put into prison. Again, it says the Lord was with Joseph and made him a favourite of the prison guard. And then later it says that the Lord was with him and caused everything he did to succeed. So let's take this time now to look at Joseph's character. I think he was full of himself. He felt he was more important than his brothers, even his mother and father. He was arrogant, self-assured, probably a pain to be around. But the Lord favoured him. You might wonder why when he was so bolshy. The truth is we aren't given an explanation, but we can work it out when we see the whole story. But we do know that because of God's character, Joseph was favoured. So God knows our hearts. He knows us inside and out. He knows the number of hairs on our head. None of us is hidden from him.
and he would have known Joseph's heart. But I won't tell you what the outcome is, because that's a spoiler. I hate spoilers. Now, it's mentioned three times there that the Lord was with Joseph. And three is an important number throughout the Bible. It's actually mentioned 467 times. I didn't count them. Um, also, Noah had three sons, and there are fathers of Israel, which were Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The Ark of the Covenant had three objects, the gold jar of manna, Aaron's staff, and the tablets of the commandments. Daniel prayed three times a day. Jonah was in the whale for three days. Jesus was tempted three times in the wilderness. And Peter disowned Jesus three times. And then, of course, there's the Trinity, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So if you look at verse 23, it says, The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care, because the Lord was with Joseph, and he gave him success in whatever he did. So whatever he did, the Lord made success. And is that true now? Is it true for us? No. <laughs> we don't succeed in everything we do. And it's not that God doesn't want us to be successful. It's just that God's path for us is right. It might not be the easiest, but it's a path that we need to follow that isn't always paved in gold. On holiday, we went out for a walk. We found a, a nice walk route. It's got signs on it, so we knew where we were going. We started out. It's a nice concrete path, easy to walk on. Great. It got a bit hilly. That was all right. Then we got to some really old steps. They were all uneven, different widths. Really hard to get up. And there were a lot of them. Um, and this went on. We got to another part of the path, which was all rocky, a bit gravelly, slippy underfoot. And then it got really narrow with lots of overgrown bushes and thistles and you had to push yourself right to one side when people walked past it was not the easiest but we carried on because we saw the signs this was the way that we had to go and we trusted those signs and we eventually came out at the end thankfully there was a lovely pub waiting for us so that was great but our path from God might be like this difficult with obstructions hard to walk on easier to turn back but it's okay we trusted in that footpath and the signs. And this is how God works for us. Being a Christian gives us hope, a sense of peace, and someone to rely on in those tough times. Like for Joseph. <laughs> he had a rough time, didn't he? His family trying to kill him, being thrown in prison. But all the time, he had that connection with God. He had gifts from God. He was able, God communicated to him, sorry, through the dreams that he gave him. And Joseph had that gift as well of discernment. Now, I dream a lot. I dream in colour. I dream very vividly. And I remember most of them, um, <laughs> which can be quite funny when you wake up in the morning and you think, oh, I've told that person that. And then they go, no, you haven't. I've had that a few times and got into trouble. Um, but generally our dreams are our brain's way of filing and sorting out what we've been through through the day. Sometimes God will talk to us through our dreams. I personally have not had this happen, but it happened to Joseph 
the Mary and Joseph Joseph. An angel appeared to him and spoke to him about the birth of Jesus in a dream. There's lots of prophets in the Old Testament as well that received messages from God's, God in dreams. It did happen to a friend of mine a while ago. He had the same dream for a few days in a row. So he prayed about it. He found he was reading scripture as well, which correlated to the dream at that time. He also spoke to other Christians about it, prayed with them to get the answer and the guidance from that dream. And this is what we need to do. We need to ask for guidance from our church family. We need to pray together. We need to ask for that gift of discernment. God wants us to be with him always, as he is always with us. The strength that we find through that rocky path comes from God through prayer, our thoughts, feelings, and needs. Sorry, through prayer expressing our thoughts, feelings, and needs to him. Through sung worship, whether here in the church or at home, worship that we do through our serving or collectively you know, when we're here and we read the bible together that is a great way of worshiping and we're doing that together aren't we so we need to read about him and get to know him more if you think back to joseph and his character and how we perceived him it could have been um, that he was oblivious to all of this mind you <laughs> not understanding and just bimbling along but God used him in a very important part of the Christian history. We see it time and time again in the Bible. God uses those we least expect. God spoke to those, welcomed those who everybody else despised. If God can do that for them, what can he do for us and with us? We need to walk his path chosen for us by him. Lean on him when it isn't going easy and he will carry us for his strength never fails. And, you know, uh, Self said, didn't he, that all things work together for your good. So yeah, all things are working together for our good through Christ. So please do come up for prayer at the end of the service. We have a prayer ministry team. If you think your path is rocky, it's tricky, it's rough, come up for prayer. If you want to find your end outcome, you can ask. You might not find out today. <laughs> Everything's done in his timing, but please come and pray. And if you feel that you're walking it alone, you're not. You're not. God is with you. God is with you every step of the way. He'll carry you when you can't carry on. But we're all here as a church family to pray for each other. So please do come and see us at the end for prayer. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To find out more about Locking Castle Church, please visit our website at lockingcastlechurch.org.